up, dude? With some balls, we're back here. Me, Nick Rose, Jacob Booth, and Jordan Ross, the three amigos producing sports content for you on the Spotify and Apple podcast world and wherever else you're listening, TikTok, YouTube, whatever we got, we're here for you with our balls and with our sports. We're, you know, we've been doing a little week by week or every other week podcast episode. This time we're coming at you. We have just been in a rut. Like most of the sports world, we're waiting on so many different things. We're waiting to see how combine results go in the NFL. We're waiting to see the lockout in in the MLB playoff time. We're in a weird situation between the NBA and the NHL, not really in the playoffs yet, but getting close. So there's things there. What we do have in terms of postseason action right now is college basketball. And that is something we're going to step out of our comfort zone a little bit because we don't talk too much hoops here on dudes with some balls, but that is what we want to cover today. And what we want to cover looking forward, obviously for the most exciting moment in college basketball for the next month, that is March madness. So today, us three will be going over some conference tournaments we look forward to, teams we look forward to, our potential one seeds heading into March Madness, and that is all coming up now on Dudes with Some Balls. How do we want to get this ball rolling today? Who wants to start off? I've, I've Jordan Ross seemed the most excited for this one, so I think I'm going to steer the direction to you. You're going to show some narrating skills today. Let's see what you got. All righty, gentlemen. Well, let's start with the Big 12. I think it's very top-heavy for the conference, but I think Texas will handle their first-round opponent, and we'll get another rematch with Kansas. They just played Kansas this week. It was a very close game. I do give the slight edge to Kansas on that one. And then on the other side of the bracket, you got Texas Tech, who's been playing very good basketball with an opportunity after you know the first round to potentially face Baylor. I think Texas Tech will kind of narrowly escape that one as well, setting up the final for Kansas versus Texas Tech. I got to give the slight edge to Kansas. The Big 12 has been very hard to read lately because it seems like each team has kind of been beaten up on another one. For instance, Texas Tech beat Texas. Texas comes back, beats Baylor. Kansas beats Texas. So that it's been kind of a hit and miss on figuring out who who is the true best team in this conference. But I think Kansas shows that they are this week. I think a game to look forward to is actually very early in that conference tournament. And it might be a little surprising of a game to look forward to. You mentioned Texas a good amount. They play TCU in a quarterfinal matchup. I believe it is the first round, whether it's like Tuesday or Wednesday, something like that. I think it's Wednesday, I want to say. And not that it's like a huge game in a way, but Texas should win. But the games they played this year, TCU got blown out the first time they played. I think it was almost like a 20-point margin. Yeah, 23-point margin. They lost 73 to 50 to Texas. But then they played them later down the stretch not too long ago. And it was even at Texas and they only lost by nine. So the adjustments they made from that matchup to that matchup, I know TCU lost their last two and then they, yeah, they play them March 10th. So I think that could be something to watch for in terms of an upset in that tournament. But overall, I think Texas should win, but I like where you're picking a safe favorite maybe in Kansas as they're always a good team to bet for going into the tournament time. Yeah. I just think they're riding a little hot right now. I think Texas tech is riding hot too. So like I said, it's, it's one of those tough, conferences right now to kind of decide who the winner is going to be I like Kansas they've been there obviously as the one seed many years in a row it seems like at this point Baylor's a very good team obviously they're ranked third in the country right now but I do think with the way Texas Tech's been playing they're going to be able to beat Baylor and uh, set up a matchup against Kansas in that conference final very bold prediction I, I think I have based on what we were doing for our four our top four picks or our one seeds going to tournament i didn't have baylor in there because i do i don't expect them to win the big 12 i don't know who i would pick to win the big 12 but for some reason i'm not sitting on baylor winning it even though they're 
the defending national champions, which probably I probably should pick on that. And also, if you're listening to me, I'm terrible at picking bets and sports and everything so far this on this podcast. I have zero credibility. So whatever I say, you probably should bet against. I think I'll roll into the Big Ten with that note. And maybe this is for you guys to listen to because, again, maybe bet against me. I... I like Purdue. I said it to these guys before. I like Jaden Ivey. I think he's a really good guard. Obviously, he's a very good guard. He's projected to be a lottery pick in this year's draft. I think he's very shifty, good ball handler. I think that team passes the ball very well. Right now, they're looking at a matchup, I guess, Wisconsin winning tonight. They would play Illinois maybe in the semifinal if all things hold up right now. Illinois is half a game back, so if they win tonight, they're still, as we're recording on Sunday night, so they still have a game to be played, I believe. Say Illinois is a two-seed. Purdue's beat Illinois twice this year, so I like the matchup there. If they do end up having to play Wisconsin in the semifinal, a two-versus-three moment, it's going to be a little bit tougher, but Wisconsin beating Purdue twice this year, I, again, just love Purdue's defense. I love the way they pass the ball, and I think Jaden Ivey is a big-time player who you're going to see in the NBA as a very talented point guard in years to come. So I think in that experience, I think they're going to be the Big Ten Conference winner. The Big Ten is incredibly stacked. Uh, There's right now, from what I've been reading, up to eight teams in the tournament. Michigan and Michigan State are kind of those outliers there. Ohio State can make some runs in this tournament. Iowa has... It's one of the best scorers in Keegan Murray. And so they could also put some pressure on teams. Like if they're the four versus one and say uh, Illinois is the one seed, yeah, imagine a tough matchup between the Iowa Hawkeyes and the Illinois fight or Illinois fighting Illinois. I hate that mascot. Uh, you could definitely do something better there, but that's a whole different topic for another time. But I think the big 10 tournament could be intense. Purdue right now is the highest national seed in there, but in terms of conference ranking, they're sitting at third, but I, I like the way they play. So. All right, I'm going to jump into the ACC here. And the reason I'm most interested in this division is because I think it has the highest likelihood of a top four team falling out of the top four, and that's Duke. They just lost a real tough game to North Carolina in Coach K's home finale. I think they were like 11 or 12 point favorites, and they ended up losing by 11 or 12 points. So pretty embarrassing. Coach K came out and like apologized after. But all in all, it's been a real down year for the ACC. Duke's been really the only team in the top 25 consistently throughout the year. But even to Duke standards, it hasn't really been high level as they usually are. As you, so it's it's really open. The team I really like, I, I see there's three teams that could win this conference. Uh, and that's Duke, obviously, North Carolina, and Wake Forest. Uh, North Carolina is a team that relies really heavily on their starting five. I think they put up 92 of the 94, 94 points when they played uh, Duke last week. Or earlier this week, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, Armando Backot, he's been kind of the driving force of that offense and defense. He's been looking real good. So I, I expect them to kind of make some noise in this conference. And then I think a team kind of flying under the radar is the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Uh, Alondez Williams been looking real good lately. I think he's one of the ACC's best players, and I could see them being the kind of dark horse sleeper team of that division. And and on some upsets that's a good pick because their overall record stands better than their conference record so a very good complete team and they have a really cool mascot since i kind of hit on some uh, illinois hate with their mascot even though i like the team i just 
Demon Deacon sounds cooler than fighting. Oh, that was the main reason for me picking them, actually. It's like when you, it's honest. like, uh, not to be like sexist or gender, you know, set assigning here, but like when girls don't watch March Madness and they like make brackets and pick it off, like what mascot would win the fight. So that's kind of, that's a good pick. You're showing no love to Notre Dame, sitting at the number two spot in the conference right now. Just not feeling it. Uh, Notre Dame's a team that's really good when they're playing at home. I think they're 15 and one at home, but they're an average team when they go away. So, yeah, at a neutral I, fight. I, yeah, so I just without that home cooking, I don't I don't really wanna I don't wanna bet on uh, Notre Dame. Home cooking, I like that. That's actually a bold pick there. I think Duke's gonna fall out of that t- uh, sitting at number four right now, so they're gonna fall out of the top four probably in the next set of rankings that come out. I forget when basketball does it. It's probably at the start of the new week, just like football or any other sport. So. I imagine they won't fall too far because North Carolina was just outside of a top 25 ranking at the time. So they'll probably be back in it. But obviously if you win the tournament, they should be a one seed. What, what are we looking at? If we had to say, okay, here they are, we're making March madness. We're thinking the conference tournaments are over based on winners, based on where national rankings are right now. If we have the four one seeds, who are you lining up? Line that bitch up as your four four spots yeah i think with uh i think the way the conference tournaments are going to shake out i don't think it'll be any surprise i do think they are the best team in the country right now i think they lost at actually a great time gonzaga they lost i believe last week their last game that they played against st mary's likelihood of them fight facing them in the tournament would be a championship but yeah i think they are the most complete team they got bigs that can handle the ball and they're there's very good number two I'm going to go with Arizona just because I think the Pac-12 is a little weaker conference right now. So I think they're going to have a – I think they're sitting at number two right now, but they're going to have a pretty easy route to win that conference with either having to beat UCLA or USC in the championship. Three, I agree. I think Duke wins the tournament. I think they've solidified themselves as a number one seed. And four, if Kansas finds a way to beat either Texas Tech or Baylor in that championship, I think that they move up from that sixth spot into that last uh, number one seed. Completely with you on your first three, uh, Gonzaga, of course. I, that's such a good note, too, losing at the right time. Every time they've been in this conversation for a championship caliber season, uh, whether it was you know last year with the loss of Baylor or a couple of years ago when they played North Carolina, it was like they hadn't lost in forever. So them to lose right now before going into the tournament, I think it's a little. it gives you a little different story, a little battle test, a little adversity, which is good for them. So I agree. I have Gonzaga there. I have Arizona there because same thing, UCLA is going to play USC and then that might set up a good matchup. So Arizona, yes. Duke, like I said, I guess I have them winning the tournament. Uh, might be tough, but if they win that tournament, one seed. And then, as I mentioned, Big Ten champion, if Purdue is the Big Ten champion, like I have anticipated they will be the last one seed there. So there is my top four. I agree with you on the first two. I got Gonzaga and Arizona as well for really the points that Jordan mentioned. Easy tournament. I, I just got to lean to them. And then uh, for my three and four, I got Baylor defending champs. I expect them to keep that one seed. And then I expect Auburn to, they would look good lately, to, but to get that four seed after winning the SEC tournament. I see. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I think. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I, Auburn just seems so fraudulent to me. I, I don't trust Auburn. Bruce Pearl, he's looking like he's uh, hitting up the tanning beds before each game, which is cool. But <laughs> they started, what, like 20-1, and one, and they've yeah. lost, I believe, three cents, three or four games since. They haven't looked great. I actually really like Arkansas in that conference tournament. Arkansas has been playing good basketball. I wouldn't be surprised if they 
made it to the uh, conference championship and either won or lost to Kentucky. They've, they've lost to Kentucky already this year. So I do like Arkansas a lot. I, I, I just I don't see Auburn winning the conference tournament, and it's not gonna and you're not gonna be able to put them in the top four. Yeah, I don't think they win the conference tournament. You mentioned Arkansas. I like Tennessee a lot. They've won their past four. They're pretty okay away team. They're one game above 500. They're one of the better teams at home, undefeated at home. So I don't know. Neutral site's a little bit different than away. I know Booth brought that point up in a different topic for when we talked about Notre Dame and the ACC, but I like I like Tennessee. Those top four teams, I feel like anyone could win it. And then Alabama hasn't done well in their conference play, but they're still despite how bad they've done in conference, a 500 record in conference, they've maintained a top 25 seeding because of how well they've played non-conference and the big wins they've established in conference. So SEC is another conference totally up there for upsets, but I don't see Auburn winning, which may tank the possibility of them being a one seed. One good thing to note in that is if Kentucky walks away with it, they could be in that top four too. The conference tournament is so big in terms of seeding and, and questioning in general how important is seeding. I'm not really sure you know, because of upsets just happening all the time. A one versus 16 is rare. It only happened what, once, I believe, right, with Kansas. It was Kansas, right? I think. Virginia. It was Virginia. Virginia. U- Virginia UMBC. My bad. my bad. Yep. Only happened once. A couple two versus 15s have happened in recent years. So, and give or take, you know. Uh, one thing that I thought was crazy when I was doing the math the other day is just some Ohio Valley Conference love here was that if Murray State sitting at 22 right now in the national rankings, they'd be as high as a six seed right now. Uh, going into the national ranking. So like a team like that, a mid-major is going to be favored in their first couple matchups, which is absolutely insane. So uh, really good notes there. Any last kind of uh, topics you want to hit on? Either of you, I know Jordan is pitching for something. I think maybe we should all go around and give us one or maybe two dark dark horse teams that we like. One or two dark horses teams. Maybe like a three or four seed that you could see making it deep into the tournament. I'll, I'll start. I mean, the big East has been so much fun to watch lately and, and Providence, if you know, if they win the tournament, they're probably going to end up being a two seed or a three seed. They've been a lot of fun to watch, but mm-hmm. UConn has been playing really good basketball lately. You can also look at Villanova as well as being a potential four or five seed or three or four seed potentially, but UConn is uh, been playing very well. They've been shooting the ball great on the outside. I, and, for whatever reason, UConn just seems to always have that magic when it comes turning time. So there's something about that team. I like watching them play, and they could get they get on a little run. Let's let's see here. Booth, you got anything? I'm, I'm uh, I don't I don't here. have a good one. I've liked Iowa as of late. I think they've won five or six straight, but I I don't really know how much damage they're going to do once they get to the actual tournament. I kind of want to see how these uh oh, wait as in tournament as in uh the actual uh, dance right yeah yeah. There's two schools I like, but like one, I don't know how high of a seed Liberty is going to be. I just like the way they play. They just came off another team kind of like they went 12 and four in conference, but they just lost uh, very good at home, played pretty well on the road. So I think they have a potential to win the first round, maybe make it as far as to like the sweet 16. I watched a few games of them recently. So something about them. I just like, I can't even tell you what I like about them. Uh, number 14 in the nation, Houston Cougars. I think they could go pretty deep. They're always picked as a basketball school to make a little run. Uh, I could see them kind of stirring, stirring the pot and turning some heads here once we get this March Madness underway. A little Houston it's love a, for you there, Jordan Ross. Yeah, you bring up Houston. It's funny you say that because if I had to pick a team right now, who would be – if the tournament had to start today and the seedings were out, who would be on upset alert? They've been playing some pretty bad basketball lately. I think they've lost – two or three out of their last four. They lost today to Memphis by like 15. So Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. It's not the right time of year to, to, get, to go cold. So especially if you're uh, heavily relying on your shooters, yeah, you got to make sure you're, you're, you're shooting the ball well this time of year. And uh, if I had to choose a team on upset alert right now, that would be my team. Maybe they're throwing a deke out there. Maybe they're just like testing the waters, trying to fool suckers like you. Yeah, they're they're thinking about the seed and they want to actually get a lower seed so that they play it worse. <laughs> so they okay. can upset teams. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like that. I like that you brought up the idea because I think we'll have to dive into this a little more once conference tournament ends. A few of the mid-major conferences have been playing underway or just wrapping up. So there's still a little speculation for what can happen. Obviously, start watching college basketball if you haven't been because that's the most exciting time. Look, I like where the podcast is heading right now. We're in a dry spell. Texted these guys that says sports is boring right now. And it's not that it's boring. It's just that nothing outside of this is really happening. But so many things are on the rise of happening, such as the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs. Um, we had a big UFC fight and Booth wanted to talk about it with you, but we didn't the before the fight like the week before that just happened this saturday and you were unavailable that week and then booth was unavailable the week before so it's like we never got to that and i want to get a podcast where you guys talk about ufc because i think you two would be great together for it so we'll have to hit that and we'll have to get on mlb talk soon and so so many great things coming up here we just enjoy your guys' listening your guys' feedback your guys' support so any last words for the viewers out there either one of you guys quiet Uh, we'll see you next week Back at it again with more college basketball. So hopefully, yep. you... unless MLB gives us something to talk about, so or we have a a guest or something, let's give it. Jordan, you stirred this whole conversation today with college basketball. I think so. Do us the favor of signing us out. Thank you, listeners, for listening to us each and every week. Hope everyone has a blessed week this week. See you guys next weekend on Selection Sunday. Take care, y'all. <laughs>